Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Hello and welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here, and it is fantastic to have your company today for episode 269. And you can do that little robot voice, because we did have some comments <laughs> that the, people missed the robot. Yeah, my, the robot. well, after, you know, 200-odd episodes of my wife, Ali, yeah. having recorded those sounds to make the robot voice, she's like... No, I'm done. <laughs> she's oh, out. I'm she's, out. She's retired. Retiring so, from you know, the robot. Have to be, yeah, I'm not sure how to convince her to come back. Yeah. But, mm. All right. Well, and in this <laughs> week's episode of Toy Power, we look at the history of Nintendo, followed up by a Would You Rather digital edition. And joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Frank. Hello, hello. Ben. G'day, g'day. And Ben. Hi, I'm here. It's Ben, ben. Squared. <laughs> I love Ben Squared episodes. Ben, thank you very much for joining us, of course of Hack the Dino fame. And a big congratulations is in order to you and to Floppy for 200 episodes. Ooh. Yeah, mainly me. Um, <laughs> Floppy's only been there for about 100 or yeah. so. So, okay. you know, you can... you got a pre to go. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to say thank you for having me on for... Uh, what episode is it? It's 269. 269. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Wow. Sucked in, Davey. I got it. <laughs> My son is just going to love this episode. It's a snicker. It's all, he's just obsessed with the number. And, and I think long before he even knew what it meant. So. Oh, so he does know? Was he that father-son father talk? That's a moment. No, mum explained. Mum, well, so <laughs> mum had to look it up. Wow. <laughs> And now her Google Analytics are bugging. Yeah, yeah. I think that says more about you, Trent, than you actually know about that. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes, Woo, very, off to a very, fly. Look at me, I've just brought the whole thing right down. And that's the type of quality you can expect to hack the Dino Gaming Cast, where we talk video games, news, previews, and degenerates. <laughs> yeah, why not? Well, it, it always felt classy. Ben and I, actually, we were on there for, like, not quite the 200th. 199. 199, oh. but it, it, it felt like... Class. Yes, it did. It, it wasn't, was, it yeah, wasn't green all screen and yeah. uh, all this uh, hyper, you know, technical details and oh. things. It was pretty full on. No, no head headphones and things. I brought my headphones along, ready to put them on. You won't need them tonight. Yeah. Wow. And likewise, I rocked up tonight and didn't have them. <laughs> oh, oh good. Yeah. Yeah. You will need them. Actual professionals. <laughs> well, Ben, as a guest on Toy Power, you have to go through the initiation process, which is a series of questions. Cool. Um, all done as if you're back in 10-year-old self. Now, look, uh, I never uh, left. Bring it on. <laughs> That's right. A lot of people take this actually very literally and try and calculate dates. It's a rough thing. You know, if, if, if you're 8, 12... Oh, look, it's not going to break. If you've the... listened to Hack the Dino, you'll know that I just lie. So uh, <laughs> make it up. Yeah, everything I say will, will be truthful. <laughs> okay, yes. All right. So starting off with your favourite toy. Uh, when I was ten years old, oh gosh, darn it! Um, I would have to say, you know, you guys don't know how old I am, do? Yeah, good. All right. Uh, <laughs> it would probably be my Voltron. Yeah, uh, yeah, good call. Panache so, place. Wow. Lion Force Voltron. Lion Force yep. Voltron. I so my parents saved up to get me that. So 
growing up, I got, you know, Snake Castle and I got He-Man and Cringura and, you know, little bits and pieces. Yep. I got the Dino Riders, but the little ones. Yeah. We, we never got the big ones. And then I remember one birthday. Yeah, it was my 10th birthday, 100%. Um, <laughs> remember sitting on my parents' bed, opening it up, and there it was in the box right before me. And I yeah, screamed my little red head off. Um, <laughs> that... I don't know if you saw it when you were at my place in my games room, yes. but yeah, I love that thing so much. I didn't play with it <laughs> because oh, wow. I didn't want to damage it at all. I didn't yeah. want any of the stickers to write. It like sat there and I, I just liked looking at it. Uh, so it's still in fantastic condition. All the, um, uh, I want to say foil, but that's not the chrome. Oh, the chrome. Yes. yes. Yeah. Foil? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hang on. It wasn't a real Voltron. I think it was a knockoff. <laughs> You've got, you got to transform a wrapped in alpha. <laughs> yeah, that's don't you? Right. <laughs> it's stuck together with pops. <laughs> uh, no, so that's uh, probably my pride and joy from yeah, that. Yeah, so that's your childhood birthday. Volcom. Yeah, nice. a lot of my toys. So I have a large video game collection. I've still got my original video game collection, but obviously I've added to it. Uh, but a lot of my toys in there are very much my, my childhood ones that yes. I've managed to hang on to. Uh, numerous moves over the years. You know, I lost all my He-Man. I lost uh, a lot of my... Uh, what else did I have? Other things that you guys all think is really cool. Um, I lost that. But uh, yeah, uh, He-Man... Uh, sorry, Voltron, I kept. Nice. Nice, that's awesome. Good one. I, see, I remember getting bits of Voltron. So Because you could get the lines, I think, separately from memory. Or you could yes, get that yep. gift set, which oh, had yeah, all yeah. The, yep. the Voltron. And so I just had the green arm and the blue leg and then a whole heap of the pilots. Right. And it was just such a frustrating yeah. toy to have <laughs> yeah. because, and, and mine just got and It's my trashed. turn to fly the lion now. No, you sit and wait. Yeah, it's not your turn. I, I, just, I just wanted to combine it, but I just I couldn't. <laughs> well, you could. So, it's well. just, you know, back to that 69 thing you were talking about before. <laughs> oh, wow. Have the dino gaming cast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on straight from that. What was your favourite movie as a 10-year-old? Uh, I'll just go with my favourite movie of all time, Back to the Future. Nice. Yes. Cool, uh, cool. Number one? Yeah, number yeah. one. All, yeah. the, all the way. Like, Well, back then, I thought number two was cool because yeah. the way they wrote two and three together, they could tie things over. Yeah. Uh, and, and the way they found plot points in number one to make callbacks to. Yeah. But, yeah, number one was always my favourite. Everyone wanted a hoverboard. Uh, there's mm -hmm. a little... Oh, that was number two, but uh, there was a story that they told kids at the time that hoverboards were real. Oh, no. And that you could buy them uh -oh. in shops. Yep. Just to mess with kids, which right. I really admire. It's uh, it's a new technique, isn't it? It yeah. probably didn't take off. That Back to the Future uh, one is Marty McFly was the coolest guy ever. Like yep. he skateboarded, he grabbed onto uh, backs of trucks as yep. he went skateboarding. He like perved on other women in front of his girlfriend. Yeah, he did, didn't he? No shame. <laughs> you know, drank before that meme. You know, where yeah. the guy's looking over yeah. his shoulder, yeah. holding the girl's hand. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he really he was. Yeah, he started it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. yeah, just. Cool as hell, and yeah. everyone wanted to be him. Um, you know, he punched the bully in the face yeah. and, and talked. Got to play rock guitar up on stage. Like, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Made out with his mum. Wait, no. <laughs> oh, let's, let's skip over that part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a fantastic film. I, I love that. It blew my mind that there was a to-be-continued kind of aspect. Mm. When Which you're was watching originally a, a joke. Yeah. yeah. They, they meant it as a joke, and then when it became one of the best uh, like, movies of yeah. all time. Hang on a minute. Oh, wait, there's something here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. We, we've got number two. It's right here on this napkin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. All right, so we know, uh, as I said, uh, very much a video game person. So, 10-year-old you, what was the number one Nintendo game you were playing? Super Mario then? Brothers. Yeah? Hand down. 
still to this day, I have bought every single copy of Super Mario Brothers that has ever been released. So yeah. Nintendo not only has all my money, but my soul. <laughs> um, it's, this it's is OG, OG Super Mario. Yeah, well, not the OG, because okay. oh, I'm going to put my nerd hat on so I fit in. Uh, <laughs> Mario Brothers was the uh, single screen game. Yep. Where you had uh, enemies coming up the top, you had those crabs and uh, turtles, yeah, and, yeah. Oh, and right, you jumped right, right. underneath them and then kicked them and got yep. a coin, and, and the first one to get five yep. went to the next level or one. Then Super Mario Brothers broke the mold and was the side scrolling, mm, so the yes. very first one for the time mm. to be uh, a game that goes off the single screen because up until then we'd had Space Invaders, Arkanoid, right. yeah. single yeah. screen okay, adventures, yeah, yeah. but Mario yeah. Brothers was wow. was the one that went. The screen oh, moves, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember uh, my. F- friend at the time in primary school had a NES. Uh, I'll let you in on a little joke that we have on Gaming Cast. Uh, in America, they call it an NES. Mm-hmm. Do you know why? Because uh, NES means something? No. No? Okay. Because people talk about, oh, I had a NES, and it sounds like anus. Oh. <laughs> 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 that's, uh, that's a fact. <laughs> Um, I've said it cannot be unheard. <laughs> what do you want for Christmas? Yes. <laughs> Have you been talking to Trent's wife? Yeah. No. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, but uh, Super Mario Bros. going to friend's place and seeing him play it, and it, my mind was blown. Uh, and at that time, he had already found some of the shortcuts. And the fact mm. that you could take shortcuts and skip whole sections of this game, yeah. and it was like, uh, you know, just discovering things and then of course you had the original zelda which was literally dropped in the middle of a field off you go yep uh huge yeah. uh absolutely uh phenomenal in the in uh the way nintendo came to dominance and, and continues it today because honestly breath of the wild is a remake of zelda one yeah they mm-hmm. even when they were developing breath of the wild they made a zelda one-esque uh breath of the wild clone uh, a top-down isometric adventure <laughs> to make sure all the physics engines yeah. worked. And I would love How to play good. that prototype yeah, yeah. so much, but I don't think that would So they designed that in order to then make the game. So it yeah, wasn't to make sure. They, the they made physics. one game to design another game. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's such a Nintendo thing. Yeah, to do yeah. <laughs> absolutely it's a Nintendo thing to do. Weirdest company ever. Crazy. Fantastic. All right, we're going to get into the nuts and bolts of this. And we're sort of thrashing around ideas and after being on Hack the Dino and just kind of like scratching the surface on this history of Nintendo. Well, seeing, seeing your room. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's amazing. And and I mean, we all know Nintendo started, well, I mean, the vast majority knew, know that Nintendo started NES and then they started uh, SNES and so then it went from start? there. Well, I'm not. Uh-oh. I'm a, Uh-oh. <laughs> I never had a one. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Uh, well, and I thought, and I saw that some of the paraphernalia and things that you've collected over the years, and I think that's just a, an amazing history of pre uh, NES. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be very careful now. Uh, so that's what we sort of brought you on. I, I'd love to hear some of the prehistory of um, Nintendo. You know, before they made their name in video games and things. So yeah. So. Um Wow, where to start? Okay, I bought props, which is really good for a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fantastic. But yep. I will I will describe and people can look it up as they go or whatever. But first thing I want to do is uh, give a shout out to this book here that I've got in my hands called The History of Nintendo. It's part one of three. Only two have been translated to English. Oh, right. Mm. This came out a couple of years ago. This one takes place from 1889 to 1980. See, that's crazy. 1889. 1889 what? was when uh, yeah. the Yamaguchi family uh, created Nintendo. Wow. They started developing Hanafuda cards, which are floral cards 
ones which are used for a variety of different apps. I've actually got a set here. And that is just on that, that just shows how uh, much deeper Japan is than, you know, little old Australia. Sure. You know, like yeah, yeah. the history that they have, uh, the culture and the, you know, everything. I just find that so fascinating. Mm. Uh, yeah. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> so we got here, these are Hanafuda cards. You can see they're very, wow. very small. Yeah. Right. Uh, these are reproductions. They're not original Hanafuda cards. The Hanafuda cards that they came out with in 1889 came in really nice decorative boxes, yes. like wooden boxes. Of mm. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, but I bought these along just so you can see the size and, mm. and what they look like. Uh, these were used for, I think, yeah, so they're, uh, sets of, there's 12 sets of four and they're each based on the seasons. Right, and yep. uh, there are a variety of games which uh, come along with them. So it's essentially card games. That card you games, yeah, that's yeah, how they yeah. started yep. out okay. in 1889 with the Yamaguchi family. Uh, Yamaguchi family, I'm not too sure if they still own it or only own a part of it, but to this day, that family right. um, uh, obviously has a hand in yeah. it. Uh, I think in 2009, uh, one of the Yamaguchis was named as the richest person in Japan, yes. and they were worth at $7.9 billion. <laughs> Gosh. Yep. Just ridiculous yeah, amounts. Wow. Uh, of course... Then they went on to make actual playing cards, and these right. are a set of playing cards. They're, they're from, more yeah. normal sized, right? Yeah. They almost yeah. look like casino kind of size. So this yep. is very brittle. The the card packs coming apart, and uh, I. What sort of I, year I would I you put that, that on that? Uh, oh. This is probably late sixties, early seventies. Wow. Yeah. So basically, to explain, it comes in a plastic case. The cards are they're wrapped. But it's got a clear lid that mm. comes off. And like the base of it, is it kind of yellowed over time? Do you reckon yeah. that base? Yeah, yellowed over time a little bit, and yeah. probably yellow due to the copious amounts of smoking that <laughs> yeah. still yeah. happens over yeah. in Japan. Uh, so yeah, these are probably in the 60s. Uh, these are, are still semi-wrapped. Yep. They've sort of started to come away. You can see the plastic coating there. It's still got the original stamp on there. Uh, just your normal bridge and yep. poker cards. And Nintendo still makes cards to these day. They had uh, four or five different sizes throughout the years, mm. but now they've conformed to the standard for bridge and poker, right. so they can sell them. Uh, interestingly enough, and Nintendo got their first big break uh, with having the license to Disney and putting Disney on playing cards. Uh, so you can What year out, was that? Oh, that would be... That would be... After they had things like Peter Pan and Sleeping yeah. Beauty, so I'm guessing around again the 60s it's as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that was when they first yeah. started to get known for, uh, well, known around. Yep. Uh, those ones are really cool because the plastic case of which you were talking about, they made look like little TVs. So they were art, right. full art cards oh. with the uh, on the face, and then on the flip side was the normal card layout, like three of diamonds. Sure. Not. Yeah. But yeah, the case was like a TV. I've actually That's got cool. a picture of it in. This fantastic book. I didn't even finish the name. It's by Florent Gorges, uh, History of Nintendo. These books, which I was talking about before, uh, came out, I think, at the start of two, or 2009. And now, if you look, because they're out of print, mm. if you look on eBay, they are up to almost $200. Yeah. Oh, wow. Crazy. They are sought yeah. after that yeah. badly because it's such a, a fantastic information pack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, although I was reading through it uh, before I came here just to refresh myself because I didn't want to sound like too much of an idiot. <laughs> and I just want to read out uh, this little passage, if I may. It's uh, on chapter two, the playing cards. <clears throat> By creating a unique distribution system, unique for tits time, he managed... <laughs> you would think <laughs> they'd get an editor. <laughs> <laughs> so Nintendo was ahead of tits time right, with yeah. anus. <laughs> Trent, your wife would know all about it. <laughs> Just give her this book that should explain 
explain a few things. There you go. It's um, <laughs> well, that, I mean, it's probably a fairly niche thing that uh, was released. Yeah, funny you should say that because there are some cards with a bit of tits time in it as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, they made cards and then they went on to toys, uh, which, funnily enough, is something you may be well versed in. Well, well now, are we? Is this is sure. there some form of yeah, and, and actually thinking about the family, it sounds a lot like another toy family, which is the Lego family, the, yep. the Christensen's, the yep. Kurt Christensen's. Um, came around a little bit later, but Nintendo also did a type of Lego, a type of yes. block. Yeah, yep. and they went to war with that Denmark <laughs> yeah. family as well. Uh, I've, I've got some here. Really, the Lego Corporation shouldn't have been worried. Because, because no, so uh, I got this uh, from a friend of the show, King Kaiju. Now, they were called Ed and B Blocks, which stands for Nintendo and Block. <laughs> Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo and Block Blocks. No, just Nintendo and Block. Right. Ed and B. Uh, now, who played Super Mario Land 2 on the Game Boy? Anyone. Not Maybe. The first not, one, not, definitely. Uh, not much memory. Oh, but yeah. is it a flower? Where he gets his flower? Uh, kind of, but not. Uh, so, hang on, sorry, I just dropped some of my Lego. Fago. Sorry, some of my... Uh, 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 NMB. NMB. <laughs> just uh, rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, much like... Your, uh, sorry. <laughs> I've really got to stop that, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, so Nintendo made their own NNB block, uh, which is rip-off Lego. Yep. Uh, it was extremely popular in Japan because Japan loved Japan things. Yes. Uh, however, it is the weakest, most flimsy bricks you have ever come across. It falls apart like it. Like you look at this and it'll fall apart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, King Kaiju actually found me some when he was in Japan one time. Uh, well, he got a full, uh, almost full set, and then a bits and pieces. So he made a full set out of those bits and pieces, and then made me a flower out oh. of uh, the remaining pieces because I haven't been able to find a set yet. They go for a lot of money. Uh, but what Nintendo did uh, before, well, when they were taking Lego to court or Lego was taking them to court because Nintendo was just uh, flagrant about uh, just going, yeah, yeah, this is Lego, but it's <laughs> NMB, it's better. <laughs> they added electronics to it. So like, right. you'd build like a rocket and it'd have a base that blew it up. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Right. Yeah, so it plugged into a wall and you put it all together and it had a timer and yeah, just, just boom and all the pieces would go flying oh, everywhere. Wow. And it really blew apart because it just wasn't connecting at all. Correct, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what they'll say they made it. Like that. <laughs> no, you just cheaped out in the Fall models. apart feature, yeah. Uh, but yeah, going back to Murray Land 2, there is a level where it looks like Lego blocks, but they're NMB blocks. If you go right. back and have a look at that stage, right. all the base is built out of NMB and you can see NMB written on it. <laughs> and as a kid, I was looking at that going, why, why is what it is NMB? That? Why yeah, is, what does that why mean? Why Lego? But yeah, again, this book uh, explained that. Yeah, right. Carefully putting that down because yeah. the pieces will get lost. Uh, so they made lots of toys, uh, board games. One of the toys they did make is something called the 10 billion. Right. Which is this here. I actually picked this up in my last it, trip It to certainly Japan. doesn't have 10 billion parts. No, no, it does not. But it's basically a Rubik's Cube type thing. Yeah. It's a cylinder. Uh, it looks like a barrel with clear sides. Uh, black top, and you move it up and down. The idea is to get all the balls to match. Oh. They go up and down. I was going to say up and down the shafts, and I thought, no, nah, don't say that. De- Dextroyer would Here be yeah, yeah, yeah. interested have in you that. Ever, yeah. Have you ever solved that? No. No. No, this sits on the shelf like everything else. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so basically extremely popular in Japan. Right, it's cool. It's like a barrel of monkeys kind of thing. So yeah. we're, we're moving that and then... 
And the cool thing oh, about yes, the 10 okay. billion, right. uh, not only is it a really cool little toy, I picked that up for $6 in a uh, Mandarake in, I think we we're in Nagoya, uh, just sitting in the bottom of the showcase, which mm. is what they call their big glass cabinets. So if you're ever in Japan and see something you want, you just go up, Simimasen showcase, and they go, ah, and take you over there. Nice. Um, because there's yeah. probably 10 billion different combinations you can I think that's have in that. Right. That's yeah, where yeah. it comes there's from. There's a whole page on it in oh, this yeah. book, yeah. Uh, which I could look up, but I'm not well-researched enough. <laughs> uh, cool thing about this, and this isn't the case with my one, but the first initial run, much like something I'll talk about a little bit later on, uh, you can see on the top, well, you probably can't, but it says Nintendo, obviously, as yes. a trademark. Yep. Yep. Uh, there was a printing error for the first run, <laughs> and they left off the O at the end. So the first run of this 10 billion toy has a trademark Nintendo. Yeah. Right. Okay. This is anus for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but this is 1980. That's so awesome. Is, uh, and you knew what you were looking at straight away when you uh, saw it? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, again, thanks to this book yeah. and obviously the internet uh, yeah. and, and devouring everything on yeah, of course. Nintendo history. Yeah. There's actually a really cool Instagram account. I'm friends with a guy that runs it called uh, Nintendo Blueprint. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure where he's from, but he collects the toy side of Nintendo nice. stuff. Yeah, yeah, like okay. he still he does collect the video game stuff, but he's yeah. got stuff still in blister packs. So yeah. Nintendo, when they used to release like cheap little uh, pool tables and and little games that you have a marble going around like this plastic pan type thing, mm. they'd blister pack it and then just hang up on a wall yeah. at like a, a variety shop yeah. and come and buy it. Yeah. So he's got these sorts of things. Wow! And Nintendo nice. changed their logo so many times. Like one time, their logo is like a kangaroo. Nice. <laughs> Of course. Of Very logos? patriotic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But of course, Nintendo wasn't always like they were cards and, and yeah. dabbling in toys. But uh, a very famous story is they hired a maintenance uh, person to help with some of their machines and whatnot. Uh, his name was Gunpei Yokoi. And uh, he, he was a busy man because, you know, they weren't a big company at that time, but still the machines were meticulous and it took him a lot of time to sit there. But what he used to do in his downtime when he's supposed to be working is he'd get little bits and pieces out of the machine, just make little toys in his office. <laughs> and at one time, one of the Yamaguchi came down and saw him and went right upstairs, go and see the, the head guy. And he thought, well, this is it. I'm, I'm in trouble. Done. I'm done I'm here. Uh, they yeah. busted me. Yep. Uh, went in, took what he'd made, which uh, would later be called the Ultra Hand, and put it on the desk, and Yamaguchi saw it and just went, wow, and hired him as a toy designer. <laughs> Which is with those, <laughs> those extending hands. The extending that you hands, yeah. Oh, so basically, the lattice work that yes. you push yes. together and it stretches out, yeah. and yeah. you pull it and it comes in closer. Yeah. So he invented that. And the mm. name Ultra actually comes from, I think it was a famous female figure skater back in the 20s. Uh, and she did a move called the Ultra something. And that's where it became really, really popular. That's where yeah. Ultraman came from. Right. Ultra Hand. Oh, oh, wow. Uh, it just comes from this one figure skating movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Uh, there you go. So, yeah, Gunpei Yokai went on to make very, very uh, famous toys. He also made a little system called the Game Boy, which you may have heard of, Ooh. and the Virtual Boy. Wow. Yep. Uh, and unfortunately, <laughs> I think in the late 90s, he actually uh, passed away in a car accident. Which is why they will not let Shigeru Miyamoto ride his bike or drive a car to work anymore. What? He has a driver every single day come and pick him up because he's far too valuable to the company and will not allow him to uh, <laughs> yeah, wow. be alone. Gosh. <laughs> Even though he smokes like a train. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no, yeah. no, cars. Yeah, you got to watch cars. Cars will kill you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they also made some board games. And this one here is a roulette game. You can see up the top right-hand corner there, it says Nintendo game. Yeah. Uh, they made a whole bunch of these. These Las Vegas themed ones were the popular ones. And because it's all in English, I can tell this one was 
for the US. They were right. trying really, for, really hard for, to for um, the US. Vegas or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not so much Vegas, right. just just kids trying yep. to get in on the right. that, that craze. Yep. But they also took uh, licenses from the US and tried to get off. So one license they got from Milton Bradley was Twister. They oh. tried to publish Twister, and of course, Japanese being the society where you don't do a lot of entering into each other's personal spaces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It didn't go so well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But those Milton Bradley connections helped them later on because Milton Bradley, of course, developed games for yes. the uh, yep. NES. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I, I love this sort of stuff, uh, finding this history. It's never in pristine format. It's yep. always used, but uh, I actually kind of like that. I yeah. like that yeah. it's had a life it's, yeah. and yeah. it's had Seems an experience. Tell, it tells more used. of a story than... Uh, yep. it, yeah. So have you picked most of these things up from traveling over to Japan, or do it, you know, do you spark it here? You know, or? yeah, some I have. Right. Uh, when I go to Japan, I always come back broke, yeah. <laughs> um, which yep. is the whole idea. I yeah, mean, why do you go to Japan to yeah. come back yeah. with those, money? Those used undies in the vending machines. I mean, how can you resist? <laughs> now you've you've laughed, but King Kaiju and I last time oh, we were over there. Oh dear. We came across one of those vending right. machines. <laughs> I didn't think. I'm not going to say if he bought some or not. <laughs> but, but let's just say he's got a second mortgage on his house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, he sorry, sorry, Austin. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, no, we're fine. We're fine. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's a treasure trove. Like Japan, because again, they have this whole Shinto religion of everything has a soul. Uh, and you have to take care of it. Yes. Everything is in such good condition. Yeah. Uh, I've picked up from over there. Um, well, from the toys, they obviously moved into uh, video games. So, of course, there was the Game & Watch, and then they went into the arcades uh, with the Donkey Kongs. And I've tried to look this up earlier. It was a cool, interesting fact, and I couldn't find it, but there was a machine that was released the same time as Donkey Kong, which originally was supposed to be Popeye, by the way. Right. Huh. In Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong was going to be Bluto. Yes. And okay. uh, oh, yeah. Mario or this. Yep. Jumpman yep. was going to be Popeye. Right. Okay. So they couldn't get the licensing for it. Yeah. So Because the, the scales are about the same. Yeah. You know, yeah. you yeah. can imagine right, the, wouldn't it? If that was Blue Star. Yeah. And was there a translation error in Donkey? It should have been Monkey Kong? Uh, is there a problem with that? No, no I think it was that, on purpose. It was on purpose. I think Shigeru Miyamoto just thought it was funny. Right. Right. That's all it came down to. Okay. You know, Mario was called Jumpman. Yep. Because he was the first character to jump in video games. Right. Wow. Very like it was first. the feature. Yeah. yeah. Look at this guy. He's yeah. jump man. He can, can jump. jump. So Oof. just break. Yeah, Nintendo. And Nintendo always innovate. Yeah. Like even up to the Switch nowadays. They're mm. still innovating. And that's what they do very, very well. Yes. You remember the Wii craze. Yeah, uh, and then follow it up with the Wii U's. Like, yeah. One but step they, forward, two steps back. Swing and a miss. Yeah. 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 I yeah. thought the Wii U was cool. I got one and I liked it. It's a great I, system. I, I thought it was kind of cool because I could see the... In, you know, in uh, um, engineering between the Game Boy and the home yeah. console that yep. you could, you know, reach. And some of the games, you could use it as a map so you could look around, yeah. you know, areas and well, things. Well, they started so. that even back with the GameCube. They had yeah. the cord that connected to your Game Boy Advance. Right. And so yeah. if you're playing Wind Waker, yeah. you, you use, use that, that as a map, yep. as a Tingle's yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, way to find treasure. It's They're very innovative. They're yes. just so behind the... Like they still haven't got their online structure right. No, yes. It's 2022 no. and you still don't have your online yeah. game. And, and you yeah. don't buy... I mean, um, you know, you don't buy a Switch or anything for the graphics. You buy it for the games. Correct. You, yeah. know, you the buy it for the play. IP. That's yeah. right. And yeah. they're lucky that they still make great IP. Yes. Mm. Um, so we'll get onto IP, actually. That's a good little segue, uh, which is weird for me because I usually have the... Oh, thank you. I have the worst segues. <laughs> So I did bring my uh, oh, here my, it is. my collection. This is a, I decided the to let it out of the vault. Wow! Uh, so people can't see this, 
But this is a TV game six. Now, most people think the NES or the Famicom, as it was known in Japan, was yep. the first system or home console system. Wasn't the case. Before that, they uh, went in partnership with Mitsubishi. And Mitsubishi and Nintendo made the first console game called the TV Game 6. Because it's got six, six games. Six highly original and very different games. They're all Pong. <laughs> it's a console with two dials on it. You control the left uh, dial controls the left side. The right dial controls the right side. And it says here you've got things like badminton and golf and hockey. It's all Pong. It's, all pong. it's just Pong. <laughs> So when they made this, uh, if you look it up on the internet, you'll see TV Game 6, and it's primarily orange. There were other colors released, but primarily orange was the mass-produced one. Yep. However, Nintendo, when they made it, made 500 white TV Game 6s to give to the uh, people who have Mitsubishi who helped make it. Right. Like uh, the employees. And yeah, the, there's yeah. employees as a yeah. gift saying yeah. thank you for your hard work. Yeah. Uh, and I have in my hands no. a white oh, wow. TV Game 6. One of 500 wow. has yeah. found its way over here. Oh. Uh, it is the prize of my collection. I think if I open him up... So did you buy that here or did you buy that in, over in Japan? I got this from a, uh, a, a, a collection. He had two. So I decided to let one go because this one had a little chip in the corner. So yeah, that's fine. So it's still... That's going to take thousands off the price then. Yeah, yeah. It's still got all its bags. I've never fired it up. But wow. it is no, in don't. exceptionally good condition. That's incredible. Uh, it, it's not something I ever thought I'd have. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's crazy. And the, when it, the opportunity came up to buy it, and yep. the fact, I won't say the price that I paid for it, but no. the fact it wasn't double or triple yeah, what yep, yep. this person wanted. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, it was And great. plus, because it's in Australia, you're not paying exorbitant amounts for postage either. And you know it's just going to be, you know, across the yeah the yeah. border. So it's, well, it's, no, this guy was in Adelaide. Oh, oh wow, even so better. I went to his job. Oh, you know, he worked at a bike store, and <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm not looking taking for any risk. Name. Oh, yeah. even better. And <laughs> nice. he's oh, he's just over there, and he came over and bought it out. I said, oh yeah, here you wow. go. Wow. And uh, yeah, he was telling me he still got. He used to live in Japan. He right. said, oh, I've still got a uh, unit over there, just full of the stuff. Gee, and I said, well, if you bring anything else back, let me know. know. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got things like. Uh, well, one thing Nintendo became very, very famous for with the to- the sort of the toy range uh, into the, the console gaming was the light gun. We all remember the light zapper yep. on the NES. Yep. Uh, for Duck Hunt, Duck they actually Hunt. Yeah. created that technology. It was infrared technology they created for some of their toys. And there is like a cowboy and a lion that stands there, and you at, at a specific time have to fire your gun, and they fall fall down. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then they stand back up, and and you fire it again, and they fall down. Uh, so how, you, how do they stand back up? That's very cool. I think technology. you have to reset it, right? Okay, uh, yeah. But yeah, there's an infrared little wow. uh, bullseye, and you have to get the targeting just right. And all it is is mirrors in the scope. Yep. You used it, to you used to go to like you know Magic Mountain and things. Yeah, and you sure. Shoot the Same um, kind of thing. yeah, shoot yeah, the things. Yeah, yeah. So similar similar yeah. thing there. They yeah. brought that over to the Famicom and the NES. Yep. Uh, obviously, with the LJN fiasco that happened, where people got shot. Uh, they had to change their gun from a cool space-looking uh, grey laser to, yeah. to this bright orange, bright orange yeah. uh, monstrosity that we all love today. Now, just on that, so if I was to have one of those uh, orange guns and load up old mate Duck Hunt or um, whatever and play it on a new TV, it wouldn't work, would Correct. it? Correct. No. You need a CRT? You, need, you do need a CRT because, because it reads the scan lines. Yeah. So scan I, lines. There you go. Yep. Yeah. That's what they're specifically made for. So you, you, you can't do that, unfortunately. Uh, so after that, of course, we had the Famicom come out. Uh, now, 
Another prize to my collection that I didn't bring with me because it's big and, and there's lots of stuff in front of it and I do not have a secure shelving system in my games room, <laughs> um, is the Famicom, which we've all seen, I assume, yep. uh, had two controllers that came on the side. The very first run of the Famicom, I don't have the numbers on how many were made, something like 2,000, but the very first printing of it came with square buttons. And what happened is wow. they found people were pressing it and the corners were getting stuck oh, in the control case. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then the second run and they're on in, they were all round, which yep. even carried through to all their systems today. They all have mm. round buttons, so it doesn't yep. get stuck in. I managed to find a square button oh, uh, Famicom. Crazy. So Osti uh, King Kaiju found one when he was over there once yeah. and he was bragging to me. Actually, it was before I knew what it was. Yeah. And I still remember the conversation today. He was over in Japan and he sent a picture and I went, yeah, well, it's a Famicom. And he goes, look closer. All right, yeah, it's yeah. a Famicom. Yeah. No, look closer. And this went on for about 10 minutes. Him going, look closer. I go, freaking am looking close. What are you talking about? And we're starting to get aggro at each other. Yes. Yeah. He goes, you yeah. do know about the square buttons, do you? You're like, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh -huh. yeah. Google, tell me what the square buttons are. On the so he used to lord it over me, had a loose one, yeah. and then I found yeah. a box one. Nice. So, uh, wow. Yeah, that's, uh, I, yeah. I've yeah. got... Yeah. Really so do you send him pieces. a photo and say, look, look closer? closer. <laughs> it's an ongoing joke between yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whenever we, each, each of us are over there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Consoles, Nintendo do a lot of variant consoles um, and you'll never own them all, especially no, Game not. Boys. No. Especially yeah, Game Boys. Yeah. Uh, oh, another story from my adventures in Japan. Uh, we're all familiar with a franchise called uh, Pokemon. <laughs> you know about kinda, Pokemon? Kinda know it. Yeah, it's like little monsters. Something, you, something about it. You, yeah. you throw your balls at their face <laughs> and force them to fight each other. All, you know, cockfighting. It's like that. <laughs> yeah. But with like laser beams. Monsters, and yeah. cute little monsters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turn into aggressive. Just make, yeah, you, you beat them up, yep. throw your balls at your face and um, they come home with you. <laughs> No, I'm not going to... No, 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 That's done. That's, let it go, Ben. Uh, yeah, so I was in a shop in Akihabara uh, and looking in the showcase and they had... So over in Japan, they have Pokemon Center-specific consoles that you can only get in a specific Pokemon Center. Only place in the world you can buy it. Right. Mm. Uh, so one of these was uh, a Torchic one, which also was in limited quantities over in the US, but primarily in uh, Japan. It was boxed. And I'm sitting there looking at it and it said 20,000 yen. I went, oh, yeah, that's about $200. That's not a bad price, actually. Hang on. I'm sitting there doing my calculations in my head. I went, it's $20. No, that's not right. So I went and had a look at stuff and it just kept niggling at me. I was, yeah. No, I'm just going to go back and have a look again. Are you sure? That, that, I think that's just $20. No, no, no. Went back. I'm just going to ask. Yeah. So in my very poor Japanese, I asked them to uh, have a look and, and they got it out and, uh, and looked at the price and, you could see on their face, they went, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, someone's messed missing. up. <laughs> right. So he opened it up, got the console out. Perfect. The baggies are all there. Everything's yeah. fine. He's powered it on. It's all powered on fine. He's looking very confused. And I went, ah, ah, and pointed in the corner. And there was one single dead pixel in the top right-hand corner of the screen. Yeah. And he went, ah, see? That's why. And I went, ah. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Twenty dollars. Okay. Oh, I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, well, yeah. You got okay, me there. Yeah. I looked it up probably yeah. six months ago, just out of curiosity to see what it was worth. You know, I I like to see what my collection's worth every now and then. Yeah, it was selling for about twelve hundred dollars. Oh. <laughs> so for twenty bucks I got that uh nice. that console variant. Uh, so you'll never own all the variants. Some of these prices are absolutely ridiculous. But speaking of variants, there's one thing I did want to talk about. And it's a very, very well-known story. It's probably the most well-known 
Oh, I know about Nintendo history that you'll ever hear. So this is a this is a warning. If you've heard this story yep. twenty five times, just skip forward two minutes or so. <laughs> right, we're all familiar with this game. Yes, yes. Super Not Mario well. Brothers two. two? Yep. Super Mario Brothers two. Carrying a turnip. Carrying a turnip. <laughs> uh, spoiler: It's all a dream, so completely pointless. Yep. <laughs> uh, probably the worst Super Mario Brothers game in my opinion. Uh, not a fan, but that's a really nice copy, actually. I don't look at my games enough. That's really nice. <laughs> uh, did you know where that came from? No. 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 Okay, so are you familiar with the Super Nintendo Super Mario All-Stars game? Yep. Yep. It came with Mario 1, Mario 2, Mario 3 remastered, and also a yes. game called The Lost Levels. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The Lost Levels was actually Super Mario Brothers 2 in Japan. Yeah, because it was too hard. Correct. Yeah. So Nintendo, uh, the yep. person who was in charge of Nintendo America at the time, I've, name slips me, but he played The Lost Levels, which is basically a troll game. It <laughs> takes everything you know about Super Mario Brothers 1 and flips on its head. There's like poisonous mushrooms. There's uh, warp pipes that you can find and discover and it takes you back to level one. <laughs> like, it jumping you. forward. Yeah, it's and it's a lot harder. Yeah. Uh, all your timing, all your jumps are off. The blocks are placed that if you try and speed run it, you, you can never do it because they've just messed with the how they make the thing. It was a troll game. Uh, so you said, two hearts, we're going to need something else. So they took this game called Doki Doki Panic, which was a Nintendo property. Mm-hmm. Uh so if you have a look at that, does anyone on that cover look familiar there, Trent? Uh, yeah, they all look kind of oddly familiar. Oddly familiar. Shy guys that are there. There's kind of like King Cooper. There's like a... So that's Wart. He's the bad, bad guy in that game. Yeah. Funnily enough, he's also the bad guy in, in Super Mario yeah. Brothers 2. And mm. funnily enough, mm. Shy Guys made their debut in Super, in Super Mario, Mario Brothers 2. <laughs> right. I wonder why that could be. This has got a very kind of Middle Eastern feel to it. Lo- it does. Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah, so we've got a, a gentleman kind of. in a turban throwing a turnip. Yep. That's funny. <laughs> uh, and we've got a, a, a go on a dress. What a crazy yeah. random happenstance. Yeah. Like. Let me show you this. <laughs> Does anyone care to describe what I've got in my hand here? It's Fred? like it's like that uh, other game. I can't remember the name of Doki, it. Doki Doki Panic. Doki Doki Panic. But instead of the main character, it's now Mario and the girl in the dress is Peach. Yep. And, and what's it called? Blatant USA. Su- Super Mario on. USA. Super yeah. Mario USA. USA. So yeah. is that number two? So yeah. this is number two. So what they did right. is they took Doki Doki Panics, the exact same game. Yeah. Uh, this was for the Famicom disc system. Yep. So as an addition to the NES, they released a Nintendo disc system so they could have better quality sound and larger games. And that disc system uh, had Doki Doki Panic on it. As it did, obviously, this disc system didn't last very long. No, it was very popular over in Japan. Right. Okay. The cool right. thing, all right, just as an aside, we'll come back to Mario Brothers 2. Uh, the Famicom disc system, what was so awesome about that, they had vending machines and you could buy a disc which would basically look like floppy disks. Um, you can see it there, that yellow right. one. Mm. Yes, yes. And you go to these vending machines, put it in, and you could download a game onto oh, it. Oh, wow. And what? then take free wow. USB. Yeah, yeah. Oh. We're talking 80s here. Oh, 88. Yeah. You could download a game onto a disc <laughs> yeah. and then take it home and play it and then rewrite it again. Oh, wow. A friend of mine who has a massive video game collection called James Avery, uh, he has the ability to write games onto uh, right. these these Famicom disc system parts. <laughs> uh Amazing. So the sound quality is fantastic in them. Unfortunately, the rubber band belts tend to break, really, really like being a 35-year-old machine. Mm. Uh, they do get brittle and sort of uh, fall apart. Yep. But, uh, yeah, 
fantastic system, the Famicom Disk System. But yeah, Super Mario Brothers 2 uh, was reskin Doki Doki Panic, released over <laughs> here, and then when it became popular over here, they called it Super Mario USA because they already have a Super Mario Brothers 2, yes. which was officially released on the Famicom Disk System, which I should have brought. I do have it at home, uh, but got to. So wow. the Lost wow. Levels is the Japanese version of Super Mario 2. Super Mario 2 in the US is Doki Doki Panic Reskinned. Correct. Yeah, right. Yep, and it's just a main character skin as well. Is uh, that right? Wow. Yeah, the rest okay. of it's all yep, same, yep. Yeah. So if you yeah. have a look at those two side by side, what it's exactly the same. Yep. Uh, you got Birdo there looking exactly the same and of course the Shy Guys looking exactly the same. So that the same. really so is introducing a whole heap of what we now know as Mario Brothers characters, characters in Birdie and Shy Guy yeah. is the result of them reskinning it for the US market. Absolutely. And then wow. obviously Doki Doki Panic or whatever then had to be shelved. Like there wasn't a number two of that? <laughs> no, there yeah. was not. That was, uh, <laughs> couldn't for have uh, kept going. Sorry. No. <laughs> and it's a Nintendo property and it's just yep. one of those things yep. that they've just never revisited. Yeah. Uh, but Famicom's taken over. That's yeah. right. The Famicom disc system, like this is how they came like in this really cool pack. I'm just going to unwrap it again. So it's really about good. the size of the old Game Boy. It looks like a Game uh, Boy yeah, size. Yeah. yeah Game yeah. Boy b- boxes. So that's what the carts came in. Mm. A little plastic thing. That's the cart there. Oh, cool. Oh, really? It's like, like a, a floppy disk. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Three, yeah. What are they called? Three and a quarter. Three, yeah, yeah. 3.5 three yeah. floppies or yeah. something like yeah. that. A little bit smaller. Mm. Uh, there was an, actually a Super Mario Brothers exclusive game to those vending machines that you could only get uh, on, on a Famicom disk. Yeah. I've got that as well. Um, that took, I got that late last year, I think. Nice. Just wow. someone was selling yeah. it, didn't yeah. know what they had. Yep. And uh, I recognised you. the Japanese yeah. and went, yep, I know exactly what that is. <laughs> nice. And yeah. yeah, have that in the collection. But what I really love about uh, the Famicom disc system is the little manuals that came with it. They came with stickers as well. Oh, wow. Oh, it's all so full cool. colour. Yeah, yeah, so stickers. So you could know like what game you had written yeah. onto the, ca- yeah, the card. Yeah, but some of them, like Zelda, for example, oh, Doki Doki Panic doesn't, unfortunately. But Zelda came with like, cute little stickers you could just stick anywhere. Like yeah. You might find in a sticker book. They just included them in. Because Nintendo, you know, primarily a toy company. Yeah, yeah. Um, the whole reason, we, we have we seen Rob the Robot that came out with the NES? Yeah, R-O-B. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That originally came out, not because it was instrumental to playing any of the games, but because they wanted to sell it as a toy. Yeah. yeah. They didn't know how yeah. the NES would go. So by including a toy yeah. robot in it, yeah. it uh, helped them sell it in the US market yeah. as a toy and like, be on toy shelves. Playable wow. character in Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> uh, both versions. Yep. So the, Very uh, cool. the Japan... Oh, <laughs> I've got a story about my Japanese rob, uh, robot as well. Again, King Kaiju and I in Japan, <laughs> we're at the Shinjuku Godzilla store. And uh, yeah, wrap me up whenever you want, by the way. I, no, I, no, no, you're right. For ages. <laughs> uh, in the Shinjuku Godzilla store, and we went up to use the bathroom and coming back down, there was a hobby store and it was 10 minutes before closing. We went, oh yeah, we'll just have a quick look. And we're walking along, and as we're walking out, I saw a Rob up on the shelf, and I went, oh, we got to come back here tomorrow. And Austin went, no, get it now. And he just grabbed yeah. up and grabbed it. And then we're looking at stuff, and we, one of the uh, Japanese people came up and said, excuse me, you have to leave. And we went, oh, oh, sorry. And then we walked up to the counter, <laughs> and the look that the uh, people at the counter gave us was... What for touching it? No, for, for the buying something. Uh, they were counting oh, out the till. Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And as a, as a fellow retail right. worker, <laughs> yeah. I feel their pain. <laughs> as someone who yeah. grew up in hospitality, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what yeah. they were thinking. Closing there. time, come yeah. on. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I still remember King Kai. I just went, no, we can't do that. And King yeah. Kai just went, well, we're not going to be here for much longer. Yeah. Yeah. We're never going to see them again. Yeah. So I got it and had it shipped back here. And yeah, that's how I got my Japanese Rob. I'm still on the lookout for one 
in the power region, but uh, that'll be a, a hard thing to come by. Yep. Mm. Uh, but that's all the show and tell I have. That I think that takes us up to uh, a very, very brief history of Nintendo. That, that was amazing. Yeah. It's and, fantastic. Uh, Your yeah. uh, so knowledge cool. is just uh, extraordinary. It, level it's of more of a compulsion rather than <laughs> yeah. knowledge. It, it's useless crap I have in my head. Uh, no, it's fantastic. fantastic. I've gotten a lot out of that. Um and Hack the Dino, if you're looking to find out more about gaming news and all the uh, the shenanigans that go on over there, check them out. They have a much more sophisticated video system than we've ever attempted. <laughs> and By sophisticated, probably... you mean taped together because, <laughs> look, my God, that is falling it, apart every show. I mean, it look, you know, that may be the case, but it, it looks impressive. Smoke um, and mirrors yeah. certainly, yeah. Right. The end know, result is good. us that yeah. on, the, on the night, so well done. <laughs> all right, we're going to move on to another segment, which is which would you rather? I've just butchered that. Um, Try which, again. which would you rather? <laughs> we're going to mark it, mark it down. <laughs> That's a flag. That's a flag. <laughs> All right, heading on to our new segment, which is Would You Rather? And this is a digital edition. Scotty has put these questions together for us. And it's basically the idea is you pick one out of an option of two and the other one can't exist. Is it that? Is that they basically, the stakes? So if you, you kill off. For example, if, you, if I give you the option to say, would you prefer Xbox or PlayStation? Whichever one you do not choose. No longer exists. Awesome. You can never have it. Fantastic. Right. Go on. Great. Kill it off. Is this for everyone or is this just me? Am I a special boy? Uh, just you. Oh, sweet. <laughs> All right. The first one is Mario or Link. Oh, that's harsh. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going back to 10-year-old me, Mario, uh, yeah. Link's so much cooler. Yep. He's my, he's my default yep. like Mario Kart guy. Like, yeah, I go same. Link. Yeah, like, absolutely. Time. No, I'm going to go Link because, you know, Mario is for kids, man. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's not to me. All right, pretty sure I know the answer straight off the bat, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Ryu or Sub-Zero? Ooh, see, I am the most vanilla video game person ever. So, of course, when I play Street Fighter, I play Ryu. And when I play Mortal Kombat, I play Sub-Zero. Nice. Because who wants any kind of variety? Uh, I'm rubbish at both, by the way. So, it, it all pans out. But I'm going to go Ryu because uh, Ryu is actually the reason I started doing martial arts. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, so, you... You, you do martial arts? Yeah, I'm actually training at the moment for my third Dan. And then when the world opens up again, hopefully, before uh, the global bastard hit us, uh, I was training to go to the Australian team for the uh, World Cup over in Japan. Wow. But then fell out of training because, you know, who wants to do fitness while you're running away from a deadly virus? <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm back in training for that now. So hopefully I get there. But, yeah, I, I remember going to uh, – do you remember a place called Skateline? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Skateline. I used to go there for the lock-ins every yeah. second or third Saturday yeah, yeah. with friends, get my skates on, go over to the arcade section, sit on Street Fighter 2 the whole time. <laughs> yeah. The skates lifted me up so yeah, I could actually could play it. <laughs> How was the skating? I don't know, but Ryu kicked ass. Yeah, like. yeah. Well, you know, I used to use Blanker back then because <laughs> you just spanned the, the electricity, electricity bus. Electric, yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, and, yeah, it, it's that's how I spent most of my uh, my childhood uh, on the weekends when, when I wasn't off with friends. We were there doing that. Uh, until you discover, you know, girls and whatnot. <laughs> Waste of time. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I uh, swore to myself one day I'm going to, A, fight in Japan, which, which I've done, and, B, I'm going to own one of these arcade machines. And Trent and Ben can both tell you, because yes. they were playing yes. it the other week. I do indeed uh, have one of them in the yep. centre of my game room. Yep. 
And you talk about those little three and three quarter floppy disks for uh, you know the Famicom and things. You should see the the disks drive that goes into the uh, it's arcade like machine. It's like a big console, it's isn't insane. it? Yeah, yeah it's like plug in a big it's like, cartridge. It's like having a whole PS4, you know, console and just plugging that into your <laughs> uh, arcade machine. It's yeah, so insane. that's the Capcom ones. Like yeah. a lot of people don't realize the arcade machines aren't just one game. You get yeah. cartridges and you swap yep. them over, yeah. or you get ROM packs, which I think I showed my yes. Street Fighter yeah. Two ROM uh, pack. Yep whether they solder different parts on to give you a new version of the game. Uh, but yeah, you literally plug the A board into the B board in order to give it power and then plug that into the arcade machine, which is basically a, a giant monitor in a wooden box. Yeah. And then hook it all up and, and that's how it goes. It, it's And that monitor is just a CRT. Yeah. Just a stripped down CRT that you put in there and really expensive to replace. Yeah, wow. can I imagine. But they're brilliant. I mean, in the sense that those ROM packs... You know, they come with all the, you know, things you can sort of stick on the, the machine. The, the point of sale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, to make uh, it imagery. look like the, yeah. the game. Like it's, and yeah. it's all wrapped. you got one that was still sort of like roll, because it obviously is bigger than what they could put in the post. Mm. So they roll it up and you unroll it and stick it on. And it's, it's a really fragile plastic as yeah. well. And I think I told you the story that, because uh, I found it under my bed. I forgot I had it. And I moved house uh, two years ago and, and just obviously put it where I knew it wasn't going to damage and then remembered I had it. So I got it out and had a look at it. I thought, I wonder how much this is worth. So I went looking for, you know, a um, Street Fighter 2, uh, uh, you know, new old stock. Yep. Still in the box, still sealed, still wrapped. Uh, scoured the internet for a couple of hours. The only thing I could find uh, was on a forum, someone asking about the exact same thing that someone was King Kaiju and it was the one I bought off him. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the only thing I can find about it. Full circle round back to yours. So that, I mean, tells you probably how obscure these things yeah. are yeah. to yeah. find in that condition. Yeah, like, and I collect um, Street Fighter games as yeah. well. So having that in the collection is just another little priceless thing oh. that uh, my daughter's going to have to worry about when I'm in the ground. <laughs> yeah. All, right. All right, moving on with this Would You Rather, the Master Chief or Kratos? Uh, Kratos. Yeah, That's uh, the right he, he's especially old man Kratos. I mm. like if it was grizzled original, old man. Yeah, yeah. if it was original, uh, like sort of frat boy Kratos. Yep. No thanks. Yep. Like those games never appealed to me. Not sure. even when I was the age appropriate. But seeing grizzled old, I look like Triple H, uh, grumpy <laughs> old man Kratos. Yeah, yep. it just speaks to me. I even when 2018 God of War came out. I even grew a Kratos beard because I appreciate it. Oh, that watch so out. Wow. <laughs> it's not a good look. You know, I've got a, a bit of whites coming in now, but a big red beard uh, doesn't really go well. Yeah. Yeah, of course, I've got the body to match as well. Yeah, you've got the big tats on your, on yeah, your yeah, arm. Yeah, yeah, and, and just stuff? ripped. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I just crushed cans in my abs. <laughs> Bikey Ben for nothing. Like, yeah. you know. All right, here's an interesting selection. Scotty, this is a... a this is not your your Davy damaged bargain minute mashup. Um, Rogue Squadron or GTA? Uh, I'll pick Rogue Squadron because I like Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, GTA, I never really got into a lot, um, but I was heavily into the Star Wars, especially the Nintendo sixty four and GameCube era Star Wars games. Those are still phenomenal. Mm. I used to sit there on the GameCube playing Rogue Assault or whatever it was, just the, uh, the asteroid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the asteroid level. Yep. When you're in the cockpit of the uh, Millennium Falcon just yep. shooting the asteroids and the TIE Fighters. You go, da, 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 da. Just fantastic. It really, at the time, really immersed me into the game. And yeah. and that's... I was obsessed with Star Wars back then and I, I actually felt like I was part of the movie. Whereas yeah. GTA, I mean, we've all, you know, stabbed people, right? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, cool. Grabbed various appendages and hit people with them. We've, <laughs> all, we've all had hot coffee. <laughs> Trent, you know all about that. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I need Davey to translate for me. Um, I remember going into, I reckon it was an arcade, probably mid to late 90s. And doing some, I don't know if it was a lock-in or I had to put coins in, but there was a game, and it was a Star Wars game, and you'd stand in a, it was like a big kind of machine that you'd stand in, and, and basically you'd hold a, a lightsaber, and I think from memory it was like a, a device that you'd hold in your hands, and you'd manoeuvre it. That's and then a you'd, very interesting hand movement, you <laughs> just saying, by the way. But you would, you would sit there, and you know, like you'd fight various bad guys, but then you'd come up against Darth Vader, and you would be parrying his strikes and like i played it that one time and never saw it again but it was such and like i'm sure by today's standards there's so many other kind of really immersive experiences but that was just for me blowing my mind that i was fighting vader normally it's all guns and things normally it's house of the living dead and stuff like that but i haven't heard or seen a lightsaber yes and like i I almost talking about it now i'm questioning whether it happened, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> totally yeah, sure. Yeah, I like, yeah, oh, this yeah. is amazing. You Super Mario Brothers two that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It was Doki Doki in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <skin>. <laughs> All right, so our next one on the list: Lara Croft or Nathan Drake. Lara Croft, she's cooler. Nathan Drake's boring. Like, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, quips. Nathan Drake. His quips. Yeah, we've got an Indiana Jones already. Oh, that's true. Like, yeah. At least Lara Croft brought something different to it. She raids tombs. Yep. Well, I remember it, it felt to me very generic when I played the first one, mm. like like a ripoff of Indiana Jones. Yeah. But the more I got into the character, actually, yeah. by, by the time I was in him, three, right? I'm like, this I is cool. I remember reading a Mad magazine, right? And you know how they do those short stories? It's like level 36. She turned around for a split second, and no one else in the room saw it. But they, they, you know, and it just talked about his immersion into the into game, the, like the obsession, Ra- yeah, for Tomb Raider, <laughs> like the the play, the character, the person playing the game. Oh, God, it was funny. Yeah, oh, it was so funny. I think anyway. Tomb Raider is more iconic as well, and yeah. obviously not just yep. because yep. I'm sure we all remember the fabled nude codes and, and yeah. all that made up stuff that magazines tried to peddle on you in order to buy. Mm. Um, incidentally, can we talk about nineties? Video game magazines of course. very quickly. Yes. Uh, I, I have gone back and collected my old Nintendo magazine systems because I love them. But back then, that was the Wild West. They just made crap up. And yeah. I read interviews with editors yeah. and heard podcasts with editors from back then. They just go, yeah, I just made it up. No rules. We needed something for print. Yeah. Like, we, yeah, we just made it up. Screenshots. <laughs> you know where screen- <laughs> yeah. Do you know where screenshots <laughs> actually came from? The terminology screenshots? From those magazines, probably. Yeah, but do you know why they invented it and called them screenshots? Because there was no internet, what they had to do was rely on people who were over in Japan to take pictures of screens with their physical cameras and then mail the shot of the (laughs) screen to the magazine over in the US or Australia so they could print it. That's why if you go back now and look at those old 90s and 80s magazines, the uh, the little incy bincy little screenshots you see are really blurred and washed out. Yeah, because it's a photo. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, they they made stuff up all the time, all the time. Wild West. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. All right. Uh, this one's going back a little bit. Joanna Dark or Samus? Ooh. Perfect Dark. Is Perfect Dark. Yeah, yeah. which is okay. getting a reboot at the moment. Yes. Mm. Ooh. Well, they're okay. making it 2023, 2024. Sure. Uh, I forgot who's making it. Uh, Asper, I think maybe. Mm. Anyway, uh, I Metroid all the way. Hundred um, yeah. percent. So. Perfect that, Dark was a great game. It though. was, but 
Samus is an icon. Sure. Uh, in more ways than one. So Samus, uh, when Samus came out, no one knew that Samus was female mm. uh, to the point where there is an official manga where uh, there's Samus in uh, her suit, but uh, the artist didn't know that Samus was female. So it has Samus celebrating with two bucks and bikini clad lasses. <laughs> so Samus is actually a gay icon, which yeah. I am 100% here for. Wow. Um, and of course, there's the infamous Justin Bailey uh, cheat, which you can put in the original Metroid. Mm. Um, speaking of which, uh, the Mega Toy Fair that we were all at yeah. uh, last weekend, weekend before, uh, I managed to uh, procure an early entry and picked up a box copy of Metroid for $70, which uh, I can quite easily sell my standalone cart for. So yeah. Yeah, quite happy with that. I mean, again, the box was a little bit beaten up, yeah. but it's, it's it's a box from the time. So yeah. And a yeah. first-party property game and, and very successful one. So nice. very happy to grab that. Right, Such a kick-ass game. Yeah. Very good. All right, the final one. Oh, is this going to be a tricky one? Now, uh, now I know you've attributed all these to Scotty, but I have to say, oh, in right. fairness, I, I wrote these questions. However, oh, except did. for this last one, right? Scotty has put this one in. So, Ben, you can feel free to direct your hate appropriately. <laughs> cool, cool. I just want to mention, I, I am a second-hand black belt. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, quite happy to get me. Okay. Before you said second-hand, <laughs> Without the black belt. Now I I knew from Ben that you he goes he's he's a really good martial artist. He's like beyond black belt. But is is second Dan only applying to black belt or does it could you be a second Dan white white belt? No, so they're that called Q work. grades right. uh, up until then. So uh, basically, like everyone thinks, oh, you're a black belt, you know everything. No, black belt just means you filled out a checklist. Black belt means that you have all the basics and as soon as you hit black belt, that's when training begins. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yep, there's, yep. you know, 10 colored belts, then your Shodan, which is your black belt. This is, of course, in, in JK, Shotokan karate. So there's obviously many, many different types. Um, I don't do sports karate, which is the jumping around, flippy, flippy stuff. Uh, <laughs> no offense to anyone who does. Uh, I, I prefer the standstill, wait for the opening moment and finish it in one punch uh, or kick. Uh, so once you get your Shodan, which is first Dan, uh, you then have to wait at least uh, three years before you can go for your second Dan. Then you have to wait four years before you can go for your fourth Dan uh, and so on, so on. Right. So it's a real mature you can't, tea, yeah, uh, just style, it out. you know, and you need to stick with it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. only a recommendation for Japan where they train every day. Yes. Over here yes. in the West, uh, yeah. it's generally longer unless you're you're really something special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I've been on my second down for five and a half years now, I think. Or maybe, yeah, maybe five years in November. So I, I've been asked to go for it. And that's the other thing as well. You don't decide when you're going for your next black belt grading you you have to be told right, um so right. if i get my third dan when i go for fourth i think i have to go to japan like i can't grade there's no one over here who can actually do it yep um, yeah, wow. at that point so i have to go over there and fail a couple of times before i'll be granted well, uh, oh well there's some toys i'll come home with a few nintendo yeah, items yeah. Yeah. well you know there's no there's no downside <laughs> uh, yeah. win-win yeah all right with that in mind uh the question is the legend of zelda or the far superior Final Fantasy series. Um, sorry, you using that flask? <laughs> <laughs> smashy, smashy. Not a, Here it comes. A, it's not a prop one. <laughs> it's actual glass. Um, look, I will say this: uh, Final Fantasy has its uh, positives. Um, you can use the disc as a coaster. Uh, sometimes the music can be, you know, okay. Um, or you know, if you've got nothing else better to do. 
uh, you, you can chop it up into little shards and swallow it and end your miserable <laughs> life. Uh, but I am going to have to go with Zelda. I, I think it's um, proven to be vastly superior. For once, you can understand the, the narrative. Um, and the character is actually, what's what's the word? Um, oh, yeah, fully developed and likeable. Wow. Uh, any questions? Uh, game over, man. <laughs> I think it's well. Everyone, everyone's entitled to to enjoy what they like. Yeah, I mean, everybody's entitled to their wrong <laughs> opinion. <laughs> that, that's it. That, that's the comeback. <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, hey Ben, thank you so much for coming in. And thank you uh, for having me. It's been uh, fantastic and a long time coming. I yep. still maintain we need it. We because you know we've done live shows before and obviously they got put on hold. I, yes. I, I've yeah, been cooking yeah. up something to pitch to you for a joint live show. Ooh, that's, oh um, wow, that sounds uh, shiny. That, that I think yeah. that we need to have a bit of a discussion about yep. uh, at some point. Right. Yes, yes. Because because this isn't actually your first time on. Um, Toy Power, you were on like episode well, twelve or thirteen. There was a roaming, yeah, roaming the, reporter. The, that yeah. was Osti's game day. It yeah. was Osti's yeah. game yeah, day, right. and Darren yeah. went around with the mic and got yeah. some interviews. And you were on that, <laughs> yeah, um, very entertaining. Some really funny childhood story, stories from yeah. from yeah. there, which is which is very good. Talking about we, my childhood anus. So. Yeah. <laughs> We couldn't get. And I don't know. Has it, you've never had Osti on a podcast. Was he? He refu- doesn't. He doesn't like do them. No, he does not yeah. like. That's them the impression I got. He he has this thing where uh, he doesn't like sound like he doesn't know what he's talking about. Whereas I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, like I could care less. I I am constantly correct, and it's like, yeah, well, who cares? Shut up. Oh, we get stuff wrong all the time, particularly yeah. pronunciations. We're yeah. we're rife yeah. at uh, what do I call the director? JJ Abrahams. Yes. Like it, I've just. <laughs> I can't get basic yeah, stuff Yeah, Toy right. Power podcast talking about movies. <laughs> we do all pop culture, but um, yeah. It's, so. it's actually poop culture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I won't uh, correct that one. Um, but no, look, the live show sounds wonderful. We've toyed with the idea of live shows and, and various things, but COVID did poo-poo that a little bit. That so pop. <laughs> pop that. Yeah. Pop, 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 pop that. Um, Which so, is a wrestling term, incidentally. Yeah, right. <laughs> but we won't get into that. I'm not looking any of these up. Um, thank you, Ben, for coming in. Thank you, gentlemen, for your time and Scotty for his work behind the scenes. To all our listeners, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Toy Power. We appreciate your company. And to all our Patreons, um, thank you for your support on the Discord. And Ben will be on there, actually. He's been a patron for a while, but mm. he hasn't joined the, the didn't Discord. Click, didn't so. click the big red button that said right. log in. Yeah, just... well, I'm a really busy man. You know, I've got um, <laughs> Final Fantasy to play. <laughs> uh, you know, I really love Cowd, uh, Cloud, and Tifa. <laughs> I, I love all their adventures and in, in Midgard. So, hang on. Um, so, you, you're telling me you've been watching Final Fantasy cutscenes this entire time? No, no. What I'm telling patron. you is, is uh, Anto, who's uh, sort of our technical person, yeah. uh, loves Final Fantasy VII right. um, to the point where he talks about it every goddamn show. <laughs> uh, and I've just absorbed his nerdiest yeah. uh, through. <laughs> uh, Osmosis. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. No um, choice. No choice. Yeah, it, it's. Yeah. Final Fantasy sucks. Take a good analog. <laughs> it it's Final Fantasy. The names in the title, final, means end. <laughs> Not 25 of the damn things. Take a look at yourself, Squaresoft, and stop flagging us as well. <laughs> Bloody relentless. We actually got a legal summons from them. <laughs> <laughs>
Really? Dick, yeah, because we were showing a trailer that they had on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Good times. Stay find, safe out there. <laughs> find find that and more on Hack the Dino. Yeah, yeah. Hack the Dino. <laughs> Check it out. Well worth a listen or a watch. Stay safe, everyone out there. And until next time, we will see you around the toy aisles. And until next time, good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us. Podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher. And please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome.